This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. So oftentimes when you're looking at retirement, you have a lot of questions in mind. You have a lot of things that you're thinking about and wondering what can you do, what decisions should you be making, what changes do you need to make when the time comes, and really the question boils down to, are you ready for retirement? And well, this show, we talk about that just in fact. We're here to talk a little bit today about the Wealth of Ohio. In fact, this is the Wealth of Ohio show. Uh, You may have been listening previously where we talked on financial focus the past few years, but we decided that there was time for some changes. We know that the state of Ohio has a aging population where there's a lot of big decisions coming up in terms of how we handle our wealth, how we transition our wealth, not just our money, but our values and the things that we cherish most uh, in here. I mean, imagine a world 50 years from now where people said OH and people didn't know what to do after that, right? Like if you don't pass your values on, ultimately you've lost your wealth in there. So we're here today kind of to talk a little bit about what's going on with your money, what's going on with your wealth, what's going on in the world. We know it's a crazy place, but we want to take the opportunity to give you a little bit of information. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro, and this is the Wealth of Ohio show. You're listening to us either on the radio on 93.5 FM or checking us out on our podcast. Uh, You can always go and download that at the uh, uh, on our website, the myprismwealth.com and check us out over there and see all the different ways that we can reach out and give you a little bit more information on what's going on in the state of Ohio and how it's impacting your ability to manage and maintain your wealth. Uh, with me today, I've got Tony Shore. He's one of our co-hosts and uh, he's worked with several financial advisors over the years and kind of has had to work with them and talk to them and get their opinions on different things. So uh, he kind of gives us a little bit of extra perspective on, you know, what some other places are doing and what some other advisors are doing out there, but at the same time can help us bring it back a little bit to the different problems that we see in Ohio. So welcome to the show today, Tony. Well, thanks for having me on your show, Robert. I really appreciate being here and I'm excited about this one. I know you have a lot you want to talk about today. And, you know, uh, you mentioned uh, Ohio and uh, everything that's going on there. And I'm glad you chose the name you did, The Wealth of Ohio, because that makes perfect sense. Very helpful to our listeners. And I want to add, if the listeners want to check out the show and subscribe to the show as a podcast so they can listen to it every time there's a new episode on either their phone, their tablet, their computer, any device, uh, they can just go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and type in Wealth of Ohio or Robert Dodaro. So uh, that's all they have to do to do that. And they can also go to your website. uh, And we appreciate our listeners tuning in on the radio. But I'm glad to be here. I'm excited about the show today. I've had a great week. How are you doing? Now, this is probably a busy time for you, isn't it? 
Yeah, so the year's kicking off, and, uh, you know, obviously we the holidays are over. Uh, 2022, I mean, after 2020 and 2021, I think we're all wondering what 2022 is going to be bringing. <laughs> but, right. you know, realistically, uh, as a financial professional myself, uh, we, you know, I, I think people need to understand a little bit about, you know, the differences when you transition into retirement. I mean, we all hope to retire one day, right? Like, that's the goal. I want to be able to stop working some day and enjoy life in whatever manner I decide. Uh, But realistically, the problem that I've noticed in this industry over the years is that when people retire, in a lot of ways, I have to teach them how to do everything backwards in order to be successful. And that's very difficult. And it's kind of designed that way. If you if you look at the retirement game, right? The the retirement game is built upon, you know, the idea that it's okay to borrow money from the federal government so you can grow more money over your lifetime. And ultimately when you pay them back the money that they are owed, you'll pay them back less interest and that you'll have grown and gained more money even after taxes. This is your IRA that we're talking about, whether it was through your 401k at work or a traditional IRA that you've been saving in retirement for the last 30, 40 years, maybe. So the problem is, I want you to think about this, you know, every week in the mail, right, Tony, I'm sure you've gotten these, you know, you you get a letter from some company wanting to loan you money, right, you know, and and normally you throw them away, right? Like you don't even look at them, just like, "Ah, no, I'm not going to waste my time. The, The reality is we've always had that attitude but we never had that attitude with the federal government. And that just seems so unlike most Americans, right? Like we don't want debt, we don't wanna borrow any money, things like that. But yet years ago when you started saving, Uncle Sam mailed you one of these offers. And he said, hey, I'm gonna let you borrow money. But instead of phrasing it like that, he said, I'm gonna help you pay less taxes right? Mm. And every American jumped on that board to pay oh, less yeah. taxes. That's uh, That sounds just like what I like, Uncle Sam. Thank you very <laughs> much, right? But the, the, the problem becomes, as you've been saving this money, and yes, it's been growing, and yes, it's been doing well, in the end, the math only works to where you're making money if in the end you pay the taxes and still get gains, right? Like you're not trying to give all the gains away to Uncle Sam. You weren't growing this money and sacrificing this money all these years just so you could give more to Uncle Sam in the end, right? I don't, I don't think that was anyone's goal. Do you, do you know any advisors that push those kind of strategies, Tony? Uh, no. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, See. No respectable advisor who's trustworthy, that's for sure. And see that, and that's that ultimately plays into the problem now, because in this loan, like imagine you got a loan offer in there and said, I'm going to, I'm going to loan you $10,000. And in fact, you're not going to have to pay me any interest for 20 years, right? But there's going to be interest running during those 20 years. And at the end of 20 years, you're going to have to start paying me back. Can't avoid it. You have to pay me back on this. All right. Well, you might be interested by that offer. That I mean, 20 years is a long time to not have to pay any interest on a loan, right? Uh, I can do a lot with that money in that time period. But here's the problem. Inside this loan, you've given them the ability to not only tell you when you have to pay them back, but also how much interest you have to pay them back. And you've given them the ability to change the rules on you while you're paying them back. Yeah. Right? And like, they're constantly who- changing, aren't they? Exactly. You know, so who in their right mind would open that piece of mail, a company offering, you know, I'm going to loan you $10,000. Don't worry, you don't have to pay me back for a long time. But when you do, I get to decide when you pay me back, how much you pay me back, and I can change it on you in the middle, right? I I don't think many Americans would sign up for that unless you told them they were saving on their taxes. 
right? Right, right. You know, you can save right now on this Mm -hmm. year's taxes a little bit. Uh huh. So the way I've been phrasing it for most people is you got to play this game now. The game is called, are you smarter than the federal government? You know, not, (laughs) not, you know, not are are you smarter than, you know, a fifth grader or anything else like that? Uh, You may not be someone who's prioritized your, your wealth or anything over your lifetime, but you have to understand that the federal government has prioritized your wealth and the tax money that you owe them. And they're looking at that and coming up with different ways to ultimately make it to where they get a bigger piece of the pie in the end with it, right? And when you retire, it's such a different ball game. You have to look at how you can spend your money without paying too high of a tax rate. Because if, let, let's just say hypothetically, right? Like I, I put my money in and when I did, I saved 15 cents on every dollar. Like you got a 15% off discount every time you bought something, right? However, if Sounds good. later- Yeah, it sounds not bad and all that. However, if later, when you want to go back and buy the same thing later, you've got to pay 20% more at that time, did you really save any money? No, you didn't. If you have to pay more later with your retirement money, then ultimately it means all the, a lot of the extra interest that you made, you're giving away to the federal government. And it means in a lot of ways that you're working for them and, you know, and, and, and giving part of your life to them is really the way that I look at it. How many years of your life do you want to cut off to give to the federal government? Because in the end, they're going to get it. Taxes are inevitable. We all know this. You've, you've paid taxes. Yep. Um, imagine for a moment you could go back to the very beginning when you first started working and like look at every you know tax filing that you've had and add up how much money you've paid to the federal government over your life right <laughs> i mean it'd be, it'd be interesting to see right yeah, you know it would be a lot but then also imagine for a moment that you could also forecast for the rest of your life how much you're going to pay the federal government if you knew that information, like, hey, if I spend money and live the lifestyle that I want to live while I retire, how much money on average am I going to be paying them over my lifetime, right? I'd, I'd want to know that. I'd, I'd find that information to be valuable because oh, yeah, if I do that, sure. I, I could probably find some strategies or test some ideas that might help me save some money along there or know when and where it's okay to spend my money without paying too much in taxes along the way. That's the hard part of retirement. I'll tell you, you know, when 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 I meet with people, because people take Social Security early, right? Like I'm I'm, I'm sure Tony, uh, there's a lot of different advisors that have different strategies on taking Social Security. Some probably say early, some probably say wait. Uh, I mean, is there an overall consensus that you get when you talk to advisors out there? No, I, I think a lot of the better advisors uh, look at each individual situation. Uh, but it's all over the map. I mean, I've had advisors do shows on why it is smarter to take it early. Uh, but the, the um, you know, conventional wisdom would say it grows as you wait. And if you look at your longevity and how much other money you have, uh, you're probably going to want to wait. I think that's the consensus. It's probably about uh, 60, 40, 60 say wait, 40 say don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a good reason why people do say wait. And I'll tell you, uh, it, it, part of it is Social Security. So when you when you look at things and you break things down in Social Security, uh, when you start taking it early, we all know you get a lesser amount. So if you start taking it at 62 versus waiting until your full retirement age, which could be up to age 67 right now, um, if you do that, you, you make more money by waiting. 
But the other problem too is when you retire and you start taking your social security money and then you start drawing from your 401ks or your traditional IRAs, as you spend money, not only are you paying taxes on the money you withdraw from the IRA, but it also makes part of your social security taxable. So I was meeting with people this past week and we were looking at everything. Actually, this was a couple of weeks ago before, before the end of the year there. Uh, man, time flies with the holidays. So, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we were looking at things and for every two dollars that he was withdrawing from his IRA, he would have to pay taxes on three dollars because of the added taxes on Social Security. Oh, yikes. In there. So even though he was in the 12 percent bracket where every dollar you take, you would think you'd be paying 12 percent on, he was actually paying 18 percent on every dollar he was taking out because of that. Not good. Uh, now, Not good. Yeah. So when you wait, you can, you know, spend more of your IRA money at a lower tax rate and keep more of it. Now, obviously, you can't spend all of your IRA money down. You know, if you, if you did that, you might be going worried about going broke or something. But you need to find a way to say, can I delay Social Security a year or two so I can save a bunch of money on taxes from Uncle Sam yeah. in there as well? Well, too. I don't even think he's my real uncle. That's the no. problem with Uncle Sam. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, it's funny, but what you're saying, Robert, made me think of I used to be this way uh, before uh, I started uh, talking to you and folks like you is I thought, oh, my taxes are definitely going to go down in retirement because I'm no longer working. So I don't need to worry about taxes in retirement. They're going to be low. And mm -hmm. I also thought Social Security wasn't taxable. And I think a lot of people out there are under those misconceptions. So I think it's important to note that when you say Social Security is taxable, that may come as a surprise to some people. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I have people, so we do calculations a lot of times. And, you know, there's different strategies, whether you have a lot of money or a little money. My folks that don't have that much money and are, are comfortable just living on their Social Security, every year they have so much money of their IRA money, their taxable money that they can take out and pay 0% taxes on that because of the standard deductions that were given in our wow. tax code. You know, in yeah. there. So again, if I can get, if I could save fifteen percent and not pay anything on it later as well, too, that's having your cake and eating it too. Yeah. So a lot of times when you don't have as much money, you have a lot more tax advantages. Uh, as I always say, more money, more problems. Right. You know, it's just kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of how before. it goes. Uh, it's, it's been said once or twice, I believe. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did not coin that phrase, but yeah, the, the the reality is your circumstances require. You know, like you said, every Everybody's circumstances are a little bit unique. In some cases, it makes sense to wait on taking Social Security. Uh, it saves you a lot of money. And fortunately, you know, with technology today being what it is, you actually have the ability to run these calculations and see the numbers yourself. So we spend a lot of time doing this for people and just showing like, hey, over your lifetime, if you delay Social Security and live on your money for two more years, this is how it's going to benefit you. you know, this, you're going to make an extra $50,000 uh, in there. But here's also the risks, right? Like every decision, there's there's benefits and there are risks. You need something that helps you be aware of that, that you can see the numbers as well, too. So what we encourage people to do, and, and, and getting back to the analogy of, you know, winning the game of are you smarter than the federal government, right? You know, uh, the, the hard part of this is psychological. 
logical because a lot of times it means doing things backwards. A lot of people think take Social Security early because they want to get money because they're not sure it's going to be there in the end, when in reality it makes more sense to wait a lot more oftentimes than it doesn't. Uh, Meanwhile, at the same time, when you get to retirement, most people are trying to avoid taxes because that's what you've done your entire life is try and avoid taxes. The way I want you to think about it is as you've been avoiding taxes, you've been creating a debt for yourself, and that debt is to the federal government. You need Mm. to figure, just like any debt, the more you keep avoiding it, the worse and worse it gets and the more money you end up paying. So we want you to, you know, unfortunately, the answer is a lot of times means paying a little bit more taxes now to avoid paying a lot more taxes later in there. And a lot of Americans don't really like that answer at times as well, too. But they want it. They want the, the savings yeah. now, but it's like you oh. want to pay taxes on the seed or the crop, right? Yeah, I'd precisely. Rather, I'd rather mm-hmm. pay taxes now when there's mm-hmm. really a sale on taxes. Taxes are at an all-time low. Why not pay taxes mm-hmm. now on the seed, and then mm-hmm. later uh, when you've got the crop, that's tax-free. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and that's the reality is, but it, you have to look at it, you have to see the numbers, and it, it really is eye-opening. If you have not been doing tax planning or t- looking into social security strategies and all that, then you need to start planning now. I mean, if you're honestly, if you're thinking of retiring in the next three to five years, you need to be thinking about these things because, you know, I was just talking to one of my clients. He's He knows he could retire any year he wants, but he's still young and he just plans on keep working because he has a good job, makes good money, and enjoys it. Uh, But we are able to go through and not only calculate Roth conversions on him every year where we determine while he's working, does he want to take money from his IRA, pay the taxes now? Because as Tony said, we're we're in a very tax advantageous point in time uh, where we could be doing these things. But we also have the ability to show him when he does retire three years from now, here's how much taxes you'll be paying at that time and how much of your taxable money you can spend, right? Again, each time you know these pieces of the puzzle, you can start figuring out how to win the game. And even if you aren't able to do it, your financial advisors are there to do it for you. This is why you use people like us. Uh, We're out here trying to figure out how to help you win this game because in the end, when I'm working for people, I'm not working so you can give more money to the federal government in the end. Right. You know, right? I mean, like if, if, if the end result is more of your money and more of the hard work I put into your stuff goes to the federal government, man, I'd rather you just be out there spending the money. I mean, realistically, yeah, on yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go out there, have fun, take <laughs> the kids, go to Hawaii, what, you know, whatever it is, get the grandkids, take them to Disney, you know, go have fun out there because oftentimes, I mean, this is something you have to factor in when the government wrote the rules, they wanted you to spend the money because they wanted that tax revenue. So a lot of ways they have designed the rules to encourage you to spend. And if you're not spending in a lot of ways, if you're not looking at Roth conversions or buying something like a life insurance policy to help cover the taxes on your death, then in a lot of ways, you're just saving your money and not spending it so you can give it to the government. And I don't think anybody wants that. I don't want that for you. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Well, you know what? We need to take a quick break here, Robert. Uh, Is there anything you want to add real quick for our listeners before we do? I just want to say, you know, ultimately it's about getting answers. We know you have questions out there. We want to help you find the answers. No matter what your circumstances are as you move forward looking towards retirement, you know, we're here to help answer questions. We do this in the way by having you come meet with me. I have offices in Worcester or Wadsworth for you where we can sit down and talk about your finances, talk about your situation, your goal, and see if we're a good fit. But through this, we will gather information and come back and give you a complimentary report that lets you know how prepared 
prepared you are for retirement. That's what really everybody, am I ready? Can I retire? And what is it going to look like? This report is here for you. It's something we do complimentary. We get together, we'll gather that up, and all you got to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, it's 330-804-0123. All right, sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Wealth of Ohio with our host, Robert Dodaro, right after this. Do you feel prepared for retirement? Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management works to help people navigate the uncertainties of retirement strategies. If you would like help understanding complex topics like Social Security, tax deferral, or growing your nest egg, visit his website at wealthofohio.com or give his office a call at 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123 or online at wealthofohio.com. Welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. This is your host, Robert Dodaro. I'm here with my co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, Today, we're really trying to set up the framework for you. How do you win the retirement game? You know, in the end, you've been saving, you've been putting money away. So that way, when you retire, you can enjoy it. And if you don't need it, you want whatever's left over going to your family. However, as you've been building this, whether you realize it or not, you've been building up a debt a tax debt to the federal government. So while your home may be paid off and your vehicles may be paid off, Uncle Sam hasn't been paid off. And either you're going to pay them off while you're alive, your spouse is going to pay them off after you're gone, or your children are going to pay it off after you've both passed away. But no matter what, they're getting paid in there. So you got to find strategies that help you win the game. And how we do it is through what we call a clear retirement solution. This is a comprehensive plan. So, Tony, I know you, you've talked with many other advisors. For us, you know, the, the, the five key areas of retirement planning, like if you want to build a plan to help you get to retirement, Uh, not only to it, but through it and beyond, then realistically, what you have to do is account for five pillars is what we look at. You know, we look at income, we look at investments, we look at tax efficient strategies, we look at healthcare strategies, and we look at legacy strategies. Each one of these is important, and you may feel one's more important than the other, but each one of these can have a significant financial impact on your life, on your wealth, and on your family. And so they each become important in their own right. You may not feel that important about legacy when you're in your 50s or something, but as you get into your 70s and 80s, you definitely will be thinking about it more uh, with it. So lay the foundation now uh, so that way you always have options. You know, I always that, that's the one thing I like, you know, when 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 life changes, whenever a curveball's thrown my way, I just want to make sure I've got choices in there, right? Things things that, you know, I can go this way or I can go that way. Uh, what we try and do is help people understand what choices they have and the pluses and the minuses of each choice, no matter what. So we talked about earlier about delaying Social Security, right? So the pluses of delaying Social Security are simple. You know, not only is your benefit growing, uh, also, you know, you have to factor in your spouse's benefit because sometimes uh, your spouse is drawing their benefit based off the size of yours. So you waiting can increase their spousal benefit as well too. So that's that's a nice little doubler. And you could be potentially saving on taxes by delaying in there too. So the, the negative of course is, well, you could delay uh, and even though you're getting more money, if you die early, you really didn't make as much as you could have if you just started taking your benefit, right? That's that's always the gamble that people see, and that's always the things that we're worried about in there. Uh, but you have to decide which one's more important. 
where we help people, because most people would hear that and say, well, I don't know which one's going to impact me more, Robert, right? Like which one's the bigger one? Answer is, you know, it depends on your circumstances. You know, this is why we get together and run analysis. In fact, part of, you know, when we get together and meet with people and look at their situation, we're running a social security report for them to let them know what the different claiming strategies are. And even if you're a state pension person, we know, I'm sure a few of you out there listening are like, yeah, but I've got OPRS or STRS or SERS. We know your pension impacts your ability to draw social security off of yourself and off of your spouse. So we know how to factor all those in to give you a clear idea of not only what the different claiming strategies you could utilize are, uh, but which one we think may be better suited for your future purposes as well. So, you know, that's all part of the complimentary process we take you through as we build your own clear retirement solution. And anytime you want to get together, whether it's in Worcester, Wadsworth, or, you know, if you want to do a Zoom meeting, that you know, that, that those became a lot more popular in 2020, <laughs> I know, yeah. uh, with that. So I've got a few clients. It's weird now. Before, I never had, a, you know, someone that I only knew through Zoom. Now I've got clients that it's like, okay, we're, you know, that, that's the only way we ever meet, you know, now is Zoom. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we can accommodate that as well, too. And all you got to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, it's 330-804-0123. Or you can always visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com. Uh, but, you know, in, in the end, you know, it's about getting answers to some questions. So uh, we wanted to also mention, you know, we, we just started the new podcast with this this year as well, too. So new show, new format, new podcast with it as well. Wow. For our podcast listeners, you know, the, the, the one bonus we'll take to you is if you sign up uh, to, and get notified whenever our podcast is released, uh, we always record a few extra minutes, some bonus material and all that. Uh, on the radio, we have time constraints, but podcast we have a little bit more freedom to go a little bit deeper into the issues. And as we meet and do interviews with other guests in the future, we want to share extra information with you. Uh, Tony, where can they go to check out the podcast again? Yeah, they can uh, go to your website and go to the radio page and there will be a link there to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or they can go directly to wherever they listen to their podcasts like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and they can search the name of the show, Wealth of Ohio or uh, Robert Dodaro, uh, D-O-D-A-R-O, and it'll come up and they can uh, click click subscribe and they can scroll through the shows and find the topics that they want to really hear about and listen to those shows. And one thing I want to say about your show before we go, Robert, very educational. And I I think it's important to note our listeners out there, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to sit there and go it alone, work with a trusted financial services professional and uh, give Robert a call. So before we go, give that phone number and web address one more time. Uh, 330-804-0123. And again, it's 330-804-0123. All right. Great show today, Robert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Wealth of Ohio with our host, Robert Dodaro. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123. 
or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. Well, welcome back to the bonus section of the Wealth of Ohio podcast. Whether you're listening to us on the radio or been following us all along on the podcast, thank you for the time. Uh, we definitely want to give you some extra value here and dive into. So we've been talking a little bit on this episode about the retirement game and how you have to do things a little bit backwards in there. And I think one important aspect of things that most people don't realize is there are different strategies for different people. Uh, ultimately, you know, when people come in my office, and they tell me, Robert, I plan on spending my money. uh, Those are the people that I love working with. I'll just tell you, you know, realistically, uh, it's not going with you when you die. Do your best to make sure your family's provided for, but there's only so many years of go-go in retirement before life tells you, sorry, you, you, you can't do those things anymore. And I want people to have fun while they can, because in the end, like you say, I, I don't plan on people, you know, saving their money just to give it to the government. You know, right. I can't control it in a lot of ways, but I'm I'm going to do my best to fight the good fight for all my fellow Americans out there in that regards. Uh, but when you look at it, the people who are really enjoying their money and spending their money, you know, we talked about tax efficiency as one of the pillars uh, earlier. Now, there's a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of things in the tax efficiency area where, uh, okay, if you're spending your money knowing when and where to spend it uh, can be very valuable. Uh, sometimes if you take a little bit too much money out of your IRA, all of a sudden your capital gains may start to become taxable. I've seen situations, plenty of situations where taking an extra thousand dollars out of your IRA, even though you're in the 12% bracket, you're paying 30 to 40% on that $1,000 because not only are you paying taxes on the 1,000, it made more of your social security taxable, and it also made you pay taxes on more of the gains that you had as well too. So you have to be careful in learning things and learning where to spend your money. However, when you are enjoying your money and you're, you're let's just say you're spending the, the most that you reasonably can spend. I think that's the best way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, that's there. a great way to put it. You know, in there as well, too. A lot of the Roth conversion strategies and things like that that you hear people talk about, when you're spending it, you're, you're spending all the cheap tax money when you're enjoying your money. So a lot of those benefits of Roth conversions that people talk about, eh, they don't benefit you as much as they do other people. But if you're someone who, you know what, Robert, I'm comfortable in my lifestyle. I know I have money and yeah, I know I could spend extra money, but that's just not me, right? You know, that's that's a lot of people that I work with. Uh, okay, well, if that's your attitude, then ultimately 
if you're not going to spend it on yourself, then you need to be figuring out a way to unwind the tax debt and Roth conversions become much more valuable for you. So if you're that type of person, you definitely want to be looking at Roth conversions. But the problem you'll run into inevitably is that you may not be able to convert enough money cheaply each year uh, without, you know, to where the point where when you die, you still have a lot of taxable money left going to your family. Right. So there's one thing there's there's how much you can convert each year versus how much total you need to convert before you die. And you may not be able to convert everything you need to before you pass away. So this is where things like life insurance become much more beneficial for people in those circumstances. Uh, Again, we mentioned earlier, Tony, how we could, uh, you know, go in there and calculate and see how much taxes people would owe over the rest of their life. Right. But it would also tell us how much taxable money is left when they pass away. Great. Well, you know, doing Roth conversions, let's say that saves you $100,000 in taxes over your life. And when you die, you actually die with more money because you don't have to take as much RMDs when you're 72. Those required minimum distributions don't apply it to Roth IRAs currently. So, you know, with all of that, um, you know, in, in those circumstances, if you know, like, hey, even if I do all these strategies, I'm still going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxable money going to my family. Okay, well, then that's when it makes sense to start looking at maybe spending a little bit of that IRA money buying a life insurance policy that leaves tax free money to your family instead of leaving taxable money to them. Use some of that taxable money to buy a policy that allows you to leave tax free money as well, too. Uh, The great thing about these policies as well is if you do them right, then you can have policies where you can put a long term care writer or a chronic illness writer on there. So they're called critical illness and chronic illness. So critical Critical illness uh, is like heart attack, cancer, stroke. You could lose an organ or, uh, uh, you know, there's all different kinds of variations of this. Uh, Some policies will help you out by letting you take money tax-free from the death benefit to cover some of those costs in the event that they happen. Uh, And I find that interesting because if Mm -hmm. I can interject, the long-term care and health care costs in retirement are so ridiculously expensive. Now we're talking real money, Robert. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the problem I always have with long-term care insurance is that you could put a whole, they're expensive. I yeah. mean, and you could put a whole bunch of money in there. And I'll tell you, I have way more clients that pass away with never needing long-term care than I have clients that need long-term care. Now I have clients that need long-term care, so I don't act like that never happens or anything, but overwhelmingly, most people never meet the conditions necessary for a long-term care policy to start paying them one cent before they die. And to me, that's a big loss. Like I can't, I can't, you know, I can't feel like I'm acting in someone's best interest if I'm putting money into something where they may never get a return on it. Right. Right. Uh, in there. So realistically, this is why we look at the life insurance policies, because here you can have a chronic illness rider, which that's lo- that's the same definition as long term care. So long term care policies do not start paying a dime until you've either lost two of six activities of daily living or until you have uh, cognitive impairment. So cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, you know, those kinds of things, which happen uh, at the same point in time, two of six daily activities. That's where you can't feed yourself, dress yourself, bathe yourself, go to the bathroom by yourself, walk by yourself, uh, or, you know, hold the bathroom incontinence. You know, you have to lose two of those for more than 90 days before a long-term care policy will pay one cent. So a lot of people never make it that long. You know, they get sick and they pass away within the 90-day window. So long-term care doesn't really pan out for, you know, they, they, they wouldn't receive a dime. But with our scenario, let's assume that happens and you had the life insurance policy. 
Well, the chronic illness didn't help you out, but when you died, there was still a tax-free death benefit that went to your family and there as well. Oh, so at least would, you got something in return. Yeah. Right? You know, I mean, at least something in return uh, off of that. And you can even run calculations, like we make the insurance companies do this, where we say, if if our client pays this much money per year, uh, and, the, and, and let's say they pay it every year and they make it all the way to age 90 and they pass away, what was their rate of return on that money, right? Like, I want to at least make sure you're making something well, yeah. off of this. Yeah. And if it doesn't look to me like someone can make money off of it, then we find other options because there are other ways to pay for long-term care. But not only are you trying to pay for long-term care, you're trying to pay for some taxes that you may be leaving behind as well. So, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. I've written articles in Kiplinger about this as well. You got to be honest with yourself about what you really want. Are you going to spend the money that you saved or are you never going to spend it? Because that's going to tell you which strategies and which products are actually going to help you win the game of are you smarter than the federal government, right? <laughs> right. And that's that's really what we're talking about. That's that's how we coin, you know, that, that and that's and that's the way we want you to think about it. And if you are the federal government and you are, I mean, think about this: sixty-eight trillion dollars is expected to pass hands over the next twenty years. Sixty-eight Yikes. trillion of wealth transfers. So, if you were the federal government and you wanted a piece of that sixty-eight trillion, how would you design the rules? Would you design it so that it makes it easy for people to figure out how to avoid paying them, or would you confuse them very much and? put them where they're tripping over themselves. And every time they trip, the government makes more money. Yeah. Add another 10,000 pages to the IRS tax code, right? Exactly. So you have, if you want to fight this battle and you truly want to keep your money, then you got to start building plans. You got to start building strategies. Uh, and what we offer is what we call that clear retirement solution. We want to be there to help provide clear paths, clear options out there that you can see the pluses and minuses. And yeah, in a lot of decisions in life, you're never going to know if you were right or wrong until the day you die uh, in there as well, too. Oh, should I have sold that now? Well, five years from now, you'd be like, man, I should have never, you know, I wish I had bought that back then, right? And then all of a sudden, five years later, like, whew, glad I didn't buy that one. You know, uh, it, it, that's just the way life goes. It's back and forth. But if every year you can start running calculations and control the things that you can control, I don't know what taxes I may be paying in 10 or 15 years, but I do know that I can get $10,000 out of my IRA this year and only have to pay $1,200 in taxes to do that. Okay. Now we've got real numbers that we can analyze and start thinking about, does it make sense or does it not make sense? So as always, you know, we're here on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast to help give you more information, but also to change the way you think about these retirement problems that you're looking at. You need a new perspective, and we're here to help provide that through our clear retirement solution. So if you are looking at retiring in the next few years and you're starting to figure out where do you stand in terms of your readiness for retirement, then you need to call. 330-804-0123, or you can visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com and check us out there. But we hope you got some great information today, some great value. Each week, we're going to be bringing in uh, different people to talk with. I appreciate Tony coming in with me this week. We had a great show with you. Thanks for starting the show off right with us, Tony. Uh, I really right. appreciate that. Uh, and thank you to all our listeners out there. We'll be back next time with the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. All right. Thanks, Robert.